And now, here's Matt Mosley. <laughs> it is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All eyes turn to Lubbock, Texas. Golly, this is fun. Uh, and uh, it's going to get, I don't know what it's going to be like. Who knows? I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be crazy. The atmosphere uh, in Lubbock tonight is Chris Beard returns. And we have none other than Chris Level, who is the radio analyst for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, I was looking at your Twitter earlier, Chris, and <laughs> I, you had a picture of the, uh, of, of, I guess, the green room situation a reserve for Ric Flair. I, nothing says, nothing really explains this night like that simple fact that Ric Flair is going to be in the building. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon would be proud of the atmosphere tonight. I think that's a that's a fair statement. Yeah, I don't. I think to your point, Matt, I, I don't really know what to expect. Um, it, it's a it's an important game. I think that both of these teams are good and are expected to be good and and have played good basketball lately. But you, you know this: there's a University of Texas elicits a lot of emotion, and I think that when you have a coach leave, you know, and we can all we're old enough to remember David McWilliams back in the day, and I mean, it, so yeah, there's just kind of a perfect storm of of frustration and and excitement and feeling like you, you, you know, cruised and all, all just all the stuff. And, and again, people are allowed to go work where they want, but yeah, tech fans are taking it personally and it all spills out tonight. I really can't think I was talking about this earlier after the, the team shoot around was, I can't think of really another scenario in sports uh, where we've seen something like this um, where, you know, a coach leaves kind of for a, a rival of sorts and, and plays them six or seven months later, uh, and and the way that it all went down, and the way it happened, I mean, all all the stuff. I just don't really, especially for college basketball. I don't. Maybe there's one out there. I just don't remember it. You know, the 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 one that comes to mind is a tech example, and you got to go way back, Chris. Uh, uh, even uh, while you and I were probably in junior high or something, and David McWilliams became the head coach at Tech and was doing yeah. well out there. And then he uh, he he gets the head coaching job at uh, University of Texas, and I would imagine uh, I don't remember all of that, but I do kind of remember the buildup a little bit and what that was going to be like him coming back. And I do think, even though David McWilliams was a University of Texas graduate like uh, like Chris Beard, there was a feeling of betrayal, especially how quickly that one happened. I think he came out to Lubbock for maybe only a year, a year. maybe only one yep, season. Correct. And left. I mean, at least Beard uh, gave the Tech folks, you know, uh, several seasons, and then as an assistant, he gave Tech a lot. But I just don't think, as you said, people want to hear that right now. Uh, now, Chris, did you did you venture out there to to uh, witness any of the any of the interaction between the uh, the Tech students and Beard last night? No, I was not. I, I'm I'm trying to stay away as far of that as possible. I mean, I. I I hate that that happened. I didn't know whether to like think that was funny or cringy or, and I think it surprised Chris uh, that it, it 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 went down like that. But I also don't think you know. I don't know. I, I guess I've gathered that he doesn't understand. You know, maybe how frustrated people are out here. But again, to each his own. He, he's a he's a really good coach. Uh, I think, and, and really the the reaction here is is. is 
he may not see it this way, but it's a compliment as much as anything. I mean, it's a compliment into kind of how he tapped into the fiber of, of what the, cause he was here for 15 years. I mean, people forget about the 10 years he was here as an assistant and he's a really good coach and Texas is going to win and they're going to be fine. Uh, and I think tech felt like, you know, maybe we're, we're not going to be fine. We're not sure. And I think Mark's done a really good job a much better job. He's got great hair, as you know, and uh, <laughs> I, you know, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't, I just don't know how this is going to play out tonight, but he's going to walk into uh, 15,000 plus and they're, they're going to, they're going to let him hear it. You know, that's just the way it's going to go. This is how it used to be in the old SWC. I mean, it wasn't always like this, you know, like some sort of uh, hatred storyline. But the, the amount of fans, Chris, you remember um, when we were we were like in high school or something, or Penders uh, went to Waco, and I mean, he got mistreated, and he said his wife they weren't nice to his wife. You know, people are like, <laughs> "What Baylor? That could happen at Baylor? Are you kidding me?" But that's how, you know, that's how the SWC, those, these places used to be extremely tough to play in. It's why Baylor's going to downsize and go to a 7,500-seat well, arena because, you know, it's just not as tough to play in the Farrell Center. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Gerald and Gerald Myers going to, to Arkansas and taking his sport coat off and spiking it down next to Nolan Richardson and, you know, there was an incident with Tony Baroni, <laughs> the, the old A&M coach, and Joe Wilbur. I mean, you know, like the guys got in a uh, – somebody got punched and, you know, an Aggie player hit a Tech fan, I think. I mean, it's just – yeah, I mean, those, those are the good old days. But, yeah, this is – this is probably the hottest ticket in this city's history, really, um, uh, because, you know, it, it, it reminds me of the 08 Texas game, but supply and demand. I mean, there was 50,000 people – in that one, but there's lower level seats in this building going for well over a thousand dollars tonight. So, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a three ring circus. Who's the, uh, who's the PR man? Who's the SID for basketball out there? Wes Bloomquist. Yeah. I think it'd be good if I just text, texted Wes right now and said, Hey Wes, is it, could I still get a credential this evening? I'm I'm in the area. He's got enough to, he's got enough to deal with. Don't, don't do that to him. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I did see, did you notice, um, did you notice Joey McGuire, uh, former Baylor assistant? Boy, you can hear that you're trying out the PA system behind you there. Uh, Joey put out a little video kind of, I guess, uh, maybe trying to tell students and and tech fans to be classy about it. I I don't know how far that will go. Uh, uh, I think Joey, I think his heart's in the right place on doing that and trying to set the right tone. Now, the thing is, and this is hard to capture on TV, I'm I'm anxious to see what you think of when you, you know, your eye, you know, because you'll be down there real close to Chris and then real close to the tech bench and everything. So I think you're going to have a really good look at it. I, I, th- I think most of the country watching this on TV tonight, it'll be a little bit of a letdown because it's just hard to truly capture everything. Oh, Yeah, that- we got the Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually sitting in my seat that you're talking about right now. And they're, uh, they're going through the national anthem. Uh, Sounds pretty good. That's loud. Oh, that's okay. I, I kind of like Microphone it. Microphone uh, yeah. Oh wow, okay, he's hitting. Sorry. He's hitting that yeah, hard. No, and it's to... always a little awkward because you feel bad like doing radio or interview during the 
national anthem. I think we should let him get through this. Let's just let's just listen to him for a second, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who this is? Yes, it's uh, David Jackson. He was uh, he's a tech grad, and he uh, he was actually on Broadway as the Phantom of the Opera guy. So he's actually <laughs> yeah. They've got yeah pulling out all the stops tonight. <laughs> uh, what time does uh? Rick Flair get going. Is that right before tip-off, or when is Flair, Flair going to do his give, thing? Yeah, I think they're going to give the microphone to Rick Flair right before the game starts. I don't know if that'll be caught on TV or not. I don't know what he'll say, but uh, it's uh, and, and you know that's what anytime Joey McGuire gets a commitment, that's like the, that's what he pops out there is the Rick Flair you know image and stuff. So I yeah. think Joey's looking forward to meeting old Rick Flair too. Yeah. Well, tell, tell that guy, if you can, Chris, that we loved it. That was uh, kind of a live performance right here on ESPN Central Texas. No, 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 I'm not kidding. I, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't mind it at all. Chris Level joining us, uh, radio analyst for Texas Tech. Now, uh, when all the sideshow and all the fun stuff that's happening in the stands, there's going to be a basketball game. And both teams need this. Both teams, I think Texas snuck back into the top 25. Tech is uh, firmly entrenched there. Um, what do you think? I mean, I'll say this. I, Texas, I don't know when the last time they had a point guard. But one of their biggest issues, they just flat out can can cannot score, especially against a great defensive team like Tech. What are you kind of expecting, though? Do you think – do you think um, Tech can kind of ride that crowd? Do you? What do you? What is your? What are your expectations for the actual on court? Uh, uh, what we're going to see tonight? Yeah, I, I think both teams. You know, the the atmosphere will be tricky. It can go both ways. I mean, it can it can suck the energy out of the home team. You know, as much as as much as it can help you, and it can motivate the road team as much as it can make them crack. I mean, but I, I think to your point, I think Texas plays a slower style. Uh, and I think they, you know, they they give up the fewest points in the country per game. I think, uh, or it's close. They're in the top five. But part of that is just because they're they're slow, deliberate, and slower on offense. And if if they're Andrew Jones and the Courtney Ramies and the Marcus Cars, if those guys are able to hit shots, I mean, they'll, they'll be in this game, and they they could easily win it. You know, if 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 they're not, and Tech gets a lead. I think that's where you know the crowd could kind of really uh, affect Texas certainly, but that's that's kind of the the dynamic. And, and if Texas when, when Texas has turned the ball over, they can be beaten, and, and it looks ugly. But when they don't turn it over, I mean they're as talented as anybody in the conference, but they just haven't meshed yet. And I think this this Red Raider team, if they can cause some of those turnovers and then score off of them and make make their offense a bit easier and score off of some of the mistakes that Texas makes, that's where this thing could, could really favor the Red Raiders. You know, Texas uh, uh, panicked the other night and almost lost that game against Rick Barnes. I mean, this is a weird thing. Texas just had an emotional welcoming Rick back, and now this is an emotional, this is not a real welcome. This is a, whatever you would call it. I, I did joke today, uh, Chris, on Twitter. I said, will there be a tribute video? <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody from Tech tried to put something nice together like a tribute? Like a Chris, thank you, coach. Good to see you, kind of thing. Can you imagine what the fans would do if they tried to pull something like that? 
yeah, that 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 was not going to happen. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, and I, I I've known I've known Beard for twenty years. You know, when he was here as an assistant, uh, he treated me great. I get along with the guy, but it, it's it's just one of the, you know, again, Texas is a a different kind of emotion, and so um, that's the part that it's like you know. And, and had he been here for for as long as Rick was in in Austin. You know, but Rick was fired by by the folks in Austin, and, and it was seven or eight years between when he came back. I mean, there, you know, so that, yeah, there will be no tribute video here, and you know, there, there's a lot of former players off the Final Four team that will be here tonight: Tariq Owens and Norris Odiase, and you know, Zach Smith, Zaire Smith. A lot of those guys are, are in the house tonight, uh, going to be at the game, and so it, it's just going to be interesting. There's just a lot of dynamics at play here, certainly, and a lot of emotion, and I'm sure it's tugging on because Coach Adams was right there for all that too. I mean, so. Uh, it's not like any former player has picked one over the other and, and all that because Coach Adams was sitting right next to, to Chris when they did their thing at Little Rock and when they did all of the, uh, the, the the great things here at Texas Tech when he was the head coach. I mean, Mark was the associate head coach and the defensive coordinator and all that stuff. So this is, yeah, a lot of emotions for those guys. I'm sure, and to a certain extent, I think a lot of people are just ready to, to get this night over with. It's just, it's a lot, you know, and, and again, both teams need a result. I mean, if you look at the league standings, they're trying to catch your Bears and catch, uh, you know, the, the, the Jayhawks and, and trying to keep up with them. So both of these, you know, and you're, you're about halfway through the conference season after tonight. And you need to, you know, because whoever loses this game is looking up at the other one in the conference standings. You know, and that's that, that I think, has been the message that Mark has tried to get with his team. It's just another game, fellas. Easier said than done. But this is we, we got to hold serve at home. And you, you need this for the Big 12 race as much as anything. Yeah, I gotta say that I thought uh, I thought the way Tech played at Kansas was pretty awesome. I mean, uh, Bryson Williams and uh, uh, O'Banner. I mean, th- those. I mean, there were huge plays down the stretch. Last thing I had for you at the end of that game when Ogbaji hit the three to tie it. Did that? I guess that was the one that sent it into overtime. How much time was left when he shot that? Could could Tech have? fouled him and sent him to the line there was there some thought to that I, honestly today i was thinking about I, there was a baylor game last night where it, it was almost going to come up are they going to foul or not you know up three and so it made me start thinking back to that particular game was uh w- could they could tech have uh, gone ahead and fouled them there i think that's the dilemma if you're a head coach if, if you foul up up when you're up like that i think you know they've changed the rules in recent years to where it used to you could go walk over and hug somebody like, hey, I'm intentionally fouling this guy and put them on the line, you know, pick their worst free throw shooter. But now you have to make a play on the ball and you have to be careful and, and, and understand if you go over and, and you're going to foul somebody, you've got to make a play on the ball and, and they may, uh, you know, just throw it up and, and you get you give up three free throws. So it's just the dicey dynamic. Some people just strongly believe in fouling when you're up like that. Uh, they didn't call it that. I think that the issue – with that play was there were seven seconds left on the clock. And, and I think TJ Shannon, he shot that ball with, ah, there was four or five seconds left. They probably yeah. could have gotten a better look than he did. And, and, and they had a timeout, but that's, that's also the dilemma that coaches have. Do we want to play against the set defense if we call timeout or do we want to just keep it in the flow and, and keep the opposition in scramble mode and having a guard us on the fly? Yeah. Well, I thought it was a pretty impressive performance, but Kansas has a way of pulling those things out, although Kentucky went in there and just hit them over the head. All right, well, hey, enjoy all of it, the whole Ric Flair. Take a uh, – I know you got to get focused on the game at some point, but see if you can tweet out 
a picture of Flair or try to get a picture with Rick. Uh, you need that. You know, that'd be fun. Um, the the, the but, nature uh, boy. You got it. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah. That, man. All right. Hey, good to visit with you, and uh, have fun tonight. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, you bet. Uh, there he goes. Got to hear some of the national anthem. And uh, Chris Level joining us, radio uh, analyst for Texas Tech.